Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in today. Joining me is Vincent Chignot, Head of Research at Generali Investments. Welcome, Vincent. Hello, everyone. Vincent, risk assets corrected lower in late November. Are you turning full defensive? Well, last month, we warned about dissonance with fixed income markets sending troubling signals such as flattening curves, rising rates of volatility, and widening credit spreads. This contrasted with a brilliant equity markets. The convergence has come from the latter, which have seen a jump in volatility and significant drawdowns in late November. The desire to protect solid annual gains has exacerbated the correction. Now, we need to differentiate between the two major triggers, Omicron and central banks. We're about to release our 2022 outlook, and one major conclusion is that beta performance is going to be far smaller going forward, while volatility is set to be much higher. Do you see Omicron as a game changer for investors? It's premature to conclude about the impact of Omicron. Uh, the case would be really bad on two conditions. First, that this new variant proves very contagious and takes over the others. Based on the South Africa situation, this looks rather likely. Second, the worst case scenario would see Omicron also prove more dangerous and evading vaccine efficacy in preventing hospitalization and deaths. Based on early feedback from Oxford, BioNTech, and the WHO, this looks rather unlikely, despite the very many significant mutations. We still lack data, however, given the usual lags between infection and hospitalization. So we can't be sure. There is a more definitive conclusion about uh, the virus mutation and more importantly, the new infection waves in countries with very high vaccination rates. The vaccines have been very effective in preventing hospitalization and deaths, but much less so against infection and contagion. In other words, they're probably not circuit breakers, so the risk of nasty mutations and waves will remain for longer. From a market perspective, this means the uh, risk there is going to be fatter. Thankfully, mutations tend to make viruses more contagious, but less lethal. Let's hope it remains that way. What about central banks then? The Fed's Powell has just warned about a potential acceleration of the tapering, and this too has caused stress among risk assets. Shall we prepare for a continuation of the hawkish turn? We should. The latest CPI releases uh, on both sides of the Atlantic, actually, are rather concerning. Even in the euro area, inflation soared to 4.9% in November and the core to 2.6% the oaks are really starting to show their teeth. The breakdown of the U.S. CPI has fan concerns because some factors such as rents are sure to keep the pressure in the coming months and quarters. Supply chain pressures have started to ease at the margin, but the new COVID wave makes it less likely that they would quickly disappear. So the transitory qualification of the inflation shock has been sharply downgraded 
at the Fed. Get ready for an extremely busy mid-December with the FOMC coming up on the 15th and the uh, Bank of England and ECB meetings on the 16th. It's likely that the FOMC will accelerate tapering for it to end by mid-spring. The question is then how fast the rate hikes will follow. Unless Omicron causes a downturn again, it will be sooner rather than later. The Bank of England may well raise rates this side of Christmas, while the ECB is likely to further reduce PEPP purchases before ending them in March. The time pressure is not as high on the ECB, uh, the Fed or the BOE because wages have been more muted in the euro area. But even there, risks lie towards hawkish surprises. So to conclude, Vincent, how to adjust portfolios and investment strategies in this more challenging environment? Well, assuming Omicron is not a complete game changer, we don't see follow through in the recent equity drawdown. With long-term real rates still at rock bottom levels and earnings consensus looking rather conservative, we still expect positive equity returns in the medium term. But in line with last month's recommendation, we've embraced a more cautious stance given the fading policy support and rising policy uncertainty. We recommend a nimble approach and greater focus on hedges. Our style and sector allocation bubbles value stocks, which should benefit from rising long-term rates, and more defensive sectors such as staples, durables, and pharma. Brokers and investors seem to be turning more defensive on credits. There, we see the recent spread widening as an opportunity with a focus on the triple B, double B bucket. We keep an underweight in Govies, but expect long-term yields to increase only moderately. Thanks a lot, Vincent, for sharing these valuable insights with us. Thank you all for tuning in and hear you soon.